Welcome, everybody. My name is Mikal Nasrani, and this is Islam for Christians, episode 32, Hadith, the practice of sincerity. This month's Hadith is from Sahih Muslim, number 55. It is narrated on the authority of Tamim Ad-Dari that the Prophet said, The religion is sincerity. Then we said, To whom? He said, To Allah his book, to his messenger, and to the leaders of the Muslims and their masses. In two episodes back, we talked about the word deen. Deen is the Arabic word for faith or religion, and it's often paired with another word, nasiha. Nasiha means advice, and that's a very good translation, but the word's spiritual essence is sincerity. What the Quran offers, for example, is not just advice. It's advice that should be acted upon with sincerity. The same can be said of the Sunnah, or the example of the Prophet. Muhammad is giving advice, and it should be practiced with sincerity. Now, what do I mean by sincerity? What did Muhammad mean by sincerity? Um, here's an example. Just pretend for a second you're a child. Go back. There's children listening to this great, but I kind of doubt it. So pretend you're going back being a child. Your parents tell you to clean your room. They don't want to see a single toy or anything else on the floor. Now, you could just grab everything, cram it in the closet, and stuff it under the bed. If you do that, you technically did what you were told. Or, on the other hand, you can act with nasiha and carry out the task with sincerity. Put everything back in its place. Give it a sense of order. And even vacuum the carpet if there is a carpet. Or to use another example, let's say your doctor is concerned about your health. There's only so much he can do if you continue to smoke and drink, drink to excess at least, never exercise, eat nothing but garbage, but you refuse to change. Either you're ignorant and don't understand that the doctor is right, or you are indifferent to your health and don't think making any changes would really be worthwhile. Now, a doctor or a clergyman or a teacher is only as good as how seriously their advice is taken. A doctor simply can't keep someone alive who won't take basic medical advice, and a teacher can't force a child to do homework properly. You know, the same is true of an imam or a priest or a rabbi. The full benefits of God's revelation or advice to humans, only works if the prescription is carried out with vigor and with sincerity. So when Islam is dispensing its holy advice, to whom should Muslims be sincere? Now, I think if you asked him, Muhammad would probably say you should be sincere in everything. You know, everything that you do, toward everyone, all the time. But in this case, Muhammad is offering five specifics. The first to be sincere to God. Believe in him, obviously, but more so than that, put all your trust and your love into that belief. Come to God in full, sincere submission. This is very similar to the first commandment in the Bible, and Jesus saying to love God with all of your heart. The second, sincerity to the Quran. The Quran being the book of God treat those words as if they came from God himself. B. 
because in Islamic belief, they did. That means reading and understanding, sincerely attempting to absorb God's sacred advice. This is the word of God, after all. You know, no other religion has anything quite like that. The Christian equivalent of this would be to put your trust totally and absolutely in Jesus Christ. On a slightly lower level, it's probably common sense to treat the printed words of God with reverence and respect. You know, for, for example, don't put your coffee on the Quran. The third, sincerity to the messenger. Have you noticed a descending order of importance here? You know, this is almost like a holiness hierarchy. Be sincere to God and the instructions of God, and of course, to the person who is able to transmit that message to the people. This means reverence and obedience, but obviously not worship. And I do think there is a tricky line there for Muslims. You know, as Christians, we can worship Jesus without feeling guilty about it, because you're really worshiping God when you do that. But Muslims can't do that, so it becomes something similar to the reverence for a Christian saint. And as we've seen over the years, different Christians have very different ideas about what is appropriate in that respect. Now, the fourth, be sincere to Muslim leaders. You know, it's so interesting Muhammad would say this, almost like he's talking about the future rather than his present. He was, after all, the religious and eventually political leader of the Muslims. You know, it's also possible he was just talking about the top Muslims of the time. Ali, Abu Bakr, Bilal, Umar, all those guys. Um, but the funny thing about Islamic leadership, with the exception of many Shias, it's not really a top-down structure. Like I've said before, Sunni Muslim leadership is very egalitarian. Leaders are disposable and are supposed to listen to the people. So the sincerity actually flows both ways here. The leader needs to tell the people when they have erred, and likewise the people need to do the same for their leaders. And number five, the people themselves. Even if you are just a common believer, you have a responsibility to other believers. It means looking out for your neighbor, to use Christian language, and caring both materially and spiritually for other Muslims, sincerely attempting to direct them along the righteous path. Now, some of that is pretty obvious, granted, but so much of religion often has to be stated and restated, no matter how obvious it actually is. You know, a few weeks ago, I heard a priest, you know, telling the church, hey, you matter to God. And it hit me with a thud. It shouldn't have. I mean, that's obvious. Everybody knows that. But for some reason, you say it again, bam. You know, and reiterating that religion should be practiced sincerely is most definitely one of these things that should be repeated over and over and over again. It's important no matter what the actual religion. Because really, without sincerity, what's religion? It becomes something that can't really be defined as religion anymore. It becomes akin to an ethnicity, a superficial tribal marker, a shallow social club. You know, really, if a religious adherent isn't sincere, isn't that person just engaging in a hobby? Now, a about this Hadith, going back to the Hadith, I don't know this to be historically true, 
but in my mind, this hadith sounds like something from the late Medinan period. You know, early on, Muhammad was just teaching the basics to a group of people whose sincerity was completely obvious. But as time went on, and the Muslims gained political power, new converts would come along who needed to be reminded constantly that this religion is for real. It's not a facade and some desire for greater power and wealth. Or in modern, modern parlance, a believer should always keep it real. And that's basically the theme of this hadith. If it was a newspaper headline, it would read something like, Muhammad to the community, colon, keep God's religion real, always. Thank you, and I'll talk to you next time, inshallah. Thank you for listening to Islam for Christians. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to keep this show ad-free, you can also visit my Patreon page and subscribe. I'm at patreon.com slash Islam for Christians. That's patreon.com slash Islam for Christians.